And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. And whatever level of commitment you have now, it just doesn't look the same as it did yesteryear. And that's going to be a tough task. Man, I just if you'd have told me five years ago this is how it was all going to play out, I would have lost a lot of money. Hello and welcome. Today's guest is a man who really needs no introduction. But I would be remiss if I didn't remind you that he's an Ivy League Hall of Famer. Mm. An NFL All-Pro, an author, a host, father extraordinaire, Twitter personality. Although my dad wanted me to shout you out and say it's not really an Ivy League school. Oh, uh, Marcellus Wiley, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, Pops has not changed. He's no. still on my neck. Oh, I told him today. I was like, Dad, I'm going to talk to Marcellus today. He's like, you remind that young man that. Columbia is not an Ivy League school. I'm like, it, but it is, Dad, but it is. <laughs> yes, please, give me some flowers while I'm still here, Pops. Don't do me like that. Oh, it's just, isn't that funny how it is? How are you? Uh, I know. That we got to give us God. a long-distance cyber Ooh. remote hug. It's mm. been forever since I was at your house at I parties know. or just hanging. And now you've left the state. You're all <laughs> gone. You went back home. You left us here, but... No state tax. Mom. No state no. tax. Oh, gotta, you gotta save, yep, you save every penny. Save every penny. <laughs> I know I'm so excited to have you on here. This is gonna be fun. We will uh we'll we'll do our best to talk some fun. Actually, you know what? There is fun football stuff to talk about, and we're gonna get mm -hmm. to what you're you've been up to and what you're doing. We're gonna get right into it because you know how much I love talking about all things Bill Belichick. But Monday night football, <laughs> Patriots, Chicago Bears. Uh some people seem to really be hurt by the result of that game. Mac Jones probably more than most. Your take on what is now being deemed a quarterback controversy. Controversy. Yes, um, there's definitely a controversy up there. Just some doubt of which quarterback to go with. Whether it's Mac Jones, someone you invested in, a first-round pick, hit the ground running, a pro bowler as a rookie, you got to respect him. But at the same time, if he's compromised, if he's not available, or when he is available, he's not at full throttle, then it's going to open up the door for others to go out there and take advantage of it. That's just the NFL's way. That's what the NFL stands for. <laughs> Not for long, brother. So, you know, in this situation, if you're Mac Jones, you don't even have to look over your shoulder. You might be looking in front of you because somebody else is just taking your job. But Belichick is playing this the smart way, hmm. which is have that cloud of doubt over this team with these two quarterbacks in terms of neither one of you are living up to standard fully. And we need somebody to step up. So let's create some pressure in this culture to see who really wants it and Ooh. who's going to go out there and do it. Wait, so do you think, because Bailey's, first of all, to have two athletes with these ridiculously sports names, Mac Jones and <laughs> Bailey Zappi, that's just yeah. a, an abundance of wealth. But do you think being that they're both young dudes, that putting them in that kind of a situation, does it not make too much stress? Or is that actually what you want? You want the stress test. Yeah, you want the stress test. Um, I think one thing, when you're competing against somebody, especially when they're your teammate or your friend, is 
the deference, like how you kind of defer, kind of like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, year one with the mm. Miami Heat. Like both of you guys are scared to flex because it's like, <laughs> oh, we're boys, oh, we're teammates. But that's exactly what you need. One of those alphas, whatever you want to call it, needs to say, hey, dog, it's time for me to eat. And I love you, but I need to eat, and I need to eat before you eat. So there's always this balancing act between being selfish and selfless, especially in sports. And I want, if I'm Bill Belichick, if I'm a patriot, which one of y'all going to be like, all right, the Hallmark cards are cool, but right now it's time for me to go out there and lead this team. I need to see it. One has to alpha the other. Um, okay, you know, I mean, we we go back a long time talking about Bill Belichick and his shtick. And <laughs> I have felt the way I felt about it almost basically the entire time. Is it getting old? It's not getting old. You're just fatigued. And <laughs> That's <true>. Because <laughs> it's not winning and it's not as successful. Oh, it's getting tiring. Like, okay, look, everything works if you're successful. Everything. Yes. Like, like, no matter what, like be, being four eyes growing up, nerd, until that dude has money. And then it's like, oh, it's so cute. Look at those glasses. Like, you know, no matter who you are, what you are, what you wear, what you present, if it's successful, we'll buy into it. When it's yeah. not, all of a sudden the true feelings come out or you're like Mama Beads, who says it even before, you're unsuccessful. Like, you just were already <laughs> ahead of it. Like, but, but look, let's be real. And I hope Pops don't get mad at me, but... Popovich and his Don't do shit. it. Don't do his it. Trick. No. No. And no. referees. And then every time he had an interview with four words or less, like, didn't that get old quick when Not y'all to me. all of a sudden stop winning? Not to it me. I found happen. it charming. I still find it charming. No, you know why? You know why I've always, and yes, am I a biased homer? Of course I am. But right. I always put a, put a line between the two of them. And for really one reason only, because to me, Pop is sort of, He's like a global citizen. Like we all know Pop can speak on any topic in the world, the most serious of topics all the way down to, you know, whatever. He's also having a bit of fun this year, which is kind of nice to see. Whereas I look at Bill Belichick and I just think he's just a football like stooge. Like there's no mm. other anything going on. And so for that, I sort of always give Pop the, the nod as far as like, ah, but there's more there. There's more. And I don't know that there's more to Belichick because I've never heard it. I mean, maybe there is. <laughs> like, I, I've just never heard it. It's weird. But he has a personality, and that's what's so great about him. It's like you have to qualify to be in that inner circle <laughs> yeah. to know the real about him, which I like, you know? Like, he has a VIP section. Like, everybody ain't getting into this club, Belichick. True. I like that about him. But what I also like is that they both represent, because you're right, you got to draw a line. They represent old school focus and new school focus. So Belichick's old school focus, hmm. which meant I eat, sleep, consume nothing but football. Oh. So, so what's your name? Football. What are you up to later? Football. Like, that's what old school <laughs> focus was. And they used to make us as players be mesmerized by that same mindset. You can't do anything in the 80s right. but play football. But then there's a Popovich new school focus, which is there's a thousand dots on the wall. And you know which ones to prioritize because I have many facets to my personality, mm -hmm. many facets to who I am. So Popovich is like, yeah, basketball, basketball, basketball. Oh, also a citizen. Oh, also your next door neighbor. Oh, also someone who has a big heart. Oh, also a wine connoisseur. Like <laughs> yeah. he has all these things about him. But they're both focused just in different ways. They really are. I mean, yes, in the, in the way that they handle their jobs, I would say they're very focused. And yeah, Pop's giving these guys books 
that have nothing to do with sports. Like he wants them to to sort of expand their horizons, if you oh, will. Fake Phil Jackson, fake Phil Jackson. Let me I, 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 well, you got to get past the second page, LeBron. You can't just uh, you can't just carry the book around. Um, okay, so that being said, by the way, we'll we'll get to Clippers in a minute because yes. I'm excited about that. Yeah, the young QBs, like just like in real life, there's always someone younger behind you about to take your gig, and <laughs> that's kind of where we are right now. We obviously see the Josh Allen, Josh Allen's, the Patrick Mahomes, the Burrows of the world. Okay, but I want to talk about Justin Fields because I mm. feel like. The spotlight of expectations been on this kid for a minute. And then we sort of just kind of, I, I wouldn't say we get let down because it's not just him, obviously. But do you think maybe we're seeing enough this season so far to think, oh, maybe it's happening or maybe it's just never going to happen? Nah, not enough. And it's interesting. What are we going to blame in this situation? Because there are many things that you can look at and point at and say, oh, that's undermining Justin Fields and his growth. To me, he reminds me of like the rapper with great lyrics, but not a good <laughs> producer. Like, you know, Ooh. damn it, like, where your beats at? Like, I hear you, I feel you, I can see it. Eh, it ain't hit me like that just yet. And I think he needs a Dr. Dre. Like, I don't know what is gonna come from general manager, head coach, change his system, but they're gonna use Justin Fields up if they continue on this trajectory. Don't be fooled by them going out there and beating up on the Patriots. You're like, oh, everything is fixed. No, yeah, yeah. it's not. This is a system right now that is still relying too much on his footwork instead of on his arm talent. And I know that Justin Fields can throw the football. Mm -hmm. We saw that in college. We need to see that translate because if not, you're going to put him into a corner and all of a sudden have to make him be an athlete, just a supreme talent to be a capable quarterback when he has the talent as a throwing quarterback right. to do those things. So they need to fix it or else they're going to waste them. Like when you watch it as, as a former player and you see like Sam Ellinger is going to get his shot, Kenny P is going to get his shot. Like they, do you see enough to go, all right, the baton is now passed or is this just temporary? You know, I mean, look, there's the ones who are tier one who are obvious. You already mentioned many of them, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, et cetera. Um, yo, quarterback is hard. Like, like we, we quarterback hard, hard. Like <laughs> you, it's so hard that when we have like our first team meeting in training camp and then like after that meeting, if you're a quarterback, we don't see you anymore. But if you're any other position, you're like going to training table to eat. You might go work out again. We might even see you downstairs playing pool. You might even sneak out and try to go hit the local pub and see what's going on. <laughs> like, every other position the amount of work that it takes to play your position pales in comparison to quarterback. Because the quarterback not only has to know what they have to do, right. what everyone on offense has to do, then they have to know what everyone on defense is trying to do in disguise, and then what they're really going to do after that disguise. All that fast. Man, uh -uh. all I had to do, bees. all I had to know was, <laughs> okay, Orlando Pace right here. Either he going to go backwards, he going to come straight at me. Beat him with a move or get pancake. All right, second down. That's it. Boom, like, done. Okay, done. moving on the next. <laughs> so those quarterbacks, Oof. man, you can never fully indict one as he's next until right. he's now and he's consistently now. And right now, those guys are still riding the wave. They're not now. They may be next. It's exciting, but kind of terrifying. You mentioned Josh Allen. I mean, look, the Packers, not good. And they're going to go into to Buffalo, and it, it's not going to be good. Um, sure. what, is, what am I supposed to do? Well, how do I categorize Aaron Rodgers now? And obviously, he's 
speaking out this week and, and you know, wherever the blame game is, is going and, and shifting. But it's hard for me to believe that in the same year, and we'll talk Tom Brady after the break, but in the same year, we're going to watch both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady decline. That cannot be possible. But I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel for this Packers team. Do you? I don't either. You know, I think that Aaron Rodgers just stayed at the tables a little too long. Ooh, that's the worst. Yes, the worst. you already know. God, I like, do that. It's okay to bet on yourself. It's okay to double down on yourself. But remember in the back of your head, the house wins. Like somehow, some way you need to get up, take your winnings, take your earnings. And I think he kept betting on Aaron Rodgers, which mm. is amazing because he's a four-time MVP, back-to-back -back MVP. But you didn't do that by yourself. And I think he lost a little sight of what he needed around him, Devontae Adams, what he needed around him in terms of team chemistry and culture. Like Aaron Rodgers could wake up, be inspired, and ball out. Aaron Rodgers last year with all mm -hmm. his speaking out and missing this and that can just show up day one and ready to roll. That's not everybody, especially when it's a team and you're the leader of that team. So when you set that tone like, I'm just going to show up and show out. Some other players think that as well, and they learn the hard way, and then you all suffer. So I think Tom Brady is suffering from that too. It's sad to see him at this point of his career, after two decades plus of playing, that now he's going to be looked at, if, mm. properly, if properly looked at, as a distraction. Like, hold on, bro. You yeah. retire, unretire, come back, then you are spotty, you miss 11 days of camp, Come back, and your response to missing 11 days of training camp is, man, I got a lot of shit going on, bro. <laughs> like, like, what? Oh, right? like we all don't? And so now you're seeing two guys who maybe are not going back to square one in preparation, and they always say, if you don't do that, you're going to rob yourself sooner or later. So I know hindsight's 2020, obviously, and we know that Brady did go as far as to officially retire, but Aaron didn't, even though... The, the idea was out there. The rumors were floating. He seemed to be playing the will I, won't I game, at least for a little while. Should he have? Or would, did, was there ever even a shot? It's just as simple as, so you're saying no way. Are you being a journalist right now? Where's Beatle at? I don't, I don't where, know. Where, I don't know. <laughs> I think ayahuasca is cool. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what the hell? What Syracuse school of journalism you just I don't know. I'm small J, tiny J, no J. <laughs> That's my journalism. <laughs> oh, I love it when us outsiders but, say, should he have retired? But like, wouldn't you wish you could now? I feel like if I was him, I'd be like, fuck, I should have retired. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's amazing that when all things fail in the NFL, we all are reminded that executives, ownership, uh, commissioner, mm. it's a business, it's entertainment. But then when it's a player and he's failing, oh, why are you even out there? Why are you even trying in the first place? Get your <laughs> ass out of here. $50 million, let me fail. Let me well, figure this great. out. That's and, a great point. And, and it's not just fail. It's an effort of trying and to achieve. I'm coming up short. Who knows how this season plays out? Sure. 14 and two Chargers. As soon as I left the Chargers, the next year, they're like 14 and two. I'm upset. I'm pissed. I'm like, how they get that good that fast without me? But they did. Now, I'm like, and, 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 and I wasn't rooting against them, even though I had some jealousy. I was rooting for them. But I told myself, I was like, we'll see how this plays out, how this finishes. It's a marathon. Yeah. So who knows how this season will even play out, let alone going forward with their careers. But this whole tap out, 
You're a four-time MVP. Oh, you don't look up to standard and quit? Nah, ball till you fall. You know what, though? I think he didn't do himself any favor. And look, Aaron's always been a different dude. Like, I, that is not up for discussion. He's kind of by his own drum, yada, yada. But I, he didn't do himself any favors with all the... I get, and like, I, whether I agree with him or not, I don't care, actually, quite frankly. It's like he put a, an unnecessary target on his back last year. It's all that extracurricular stuff. It's like it, it brings attention that perhaps wouldn't have been there otherwise. And I feel like that probably isn't helping the overall vibe, I would imagine, in that locker room, in his own personal bubble, like all of those things. And Tom Brady, I mean, you could make the same argument for Tom Brady, really. Like, I don't know if any lessons were learned, but do you think it could have been a little easier? On their own. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers didn't have to step in it like he did. <laughs> and, and, you know, like he was misleading. So my grandma always says you can't make sense out of nonsense. So when you start off with nonsense, it's never going to be sensible. It's mm -hmm. never going to get back right fully. And Aaron Rodgers trying to mislead the public for good, bad, ugly reasons, whatever. Yeah. It's never going to get back to where it was and where it should be. Just know that, Aaron Rodgers. So. It's interesting, he's so intelligent and he's so mindful, but sometimes you can overthink it. Sometimes, especially when you're out there misleading or lying, then you're never gonna cover all your bases. And that's what happened to him. Basically, the weight of the world starts to be on your shoulders. Mm -mm. And even if you get it off you, you go on Joe Rogan or you do your interviews and you feel like, yeah, I got him back, I was right, whatever you do. You've still been bench pressing the entire world or shoulder pressing it for a year. That's exhausting. So God. now when you come to the media, you come to your teammates, you're fatigued. Like you're that close to snapping every single yes. time we see you. So that's the problem. It's not the fact that Aaron Rodgers can't handle himself. It's that when you finally come to me and I'm one of the 52 other guys on here who looking up to you, Aaron, you already like at your wicks end. You're like, man, what? You're like, right? Aaron, my bad. I just wanted, I just wanted some reps. Just <laughs> Bear, snapping. Aaron. And he's snapping. He didn't even work out with the guys in the offseason to the fullest. He's just tired. Three-job mama, three-job daddy came home. Boy, what you want? Instead of, like, <laughs> <laughs> energized just to see the youngsters. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We're going to take a quick break. I'm not done. I, I have one more thing I want to talk about, Tom Brady, when we come back. And then some other stuff. So we'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome back. I am joined by my, well, one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. Like, it's not even close. Uh, Marcellus yeah. Brady is here. We're talking all things football. Probably probably not all things football. But the Tom Brady we mentioned in the first segment. And it, m I wanted to ask you this because, yes, we, we, all, we all know the drama that he's got going on right now. But I remember football guys always saying, 
the minute you even think about retiring or that you're not 100% in is the, the second you have to get out. Because A, for a variety of reasons, there's an entire team depending on you, but also just the physical sort of danger of the sport and what it is. When you watch him now and body language, you know, after when he's talking, what of that, do you see a guy that is 100% still in or is he just sort of treading water? Yeah, if I had to pick, I would say treading water. And I hate to be binary, but uh, obviously it's layered with Tom Brady. So mm. much is coming his way. And I, I think we want, if we really want to know the answer, we got to go back a few years and the departure from New England and really just finally leaving the nest of whatever he, Belichick and Kraft created in New England. That culture, everyone buying in and being Teflon to outside forces in large part. And then you come to Tampa Bay and you got your freedom. And you all of a sudden saw a different side of Tom Brady. Social media. Yeah. Drunk. TB12, drunk. Right? I ain't yes. never seen him drunk. Right. <laughs> that what? dude was like, I'm out of that marriage. It's time to chill. It's time to hang. What it do, ladies? So he's in the streets almost. And you're watching Tom Brady just like, wow, at this age, you're living your youngest life. Okay, that's fun. Freedom. And it looks like he's enjoying the game. Then he wins a Super Bowl. Oh, you can't tell him nothing now. No. So in this situation, all of a sudden, Tom Brady is now showing more of himself to the world, which also means you're exposing more of yourself to the mm -hmm. world. And I don't think he calculated this, but now it's coming. Tom Brady's not protected in Tampa Bay like he was in New England. He doesn't mm -hmm. have the same coach. He doesn't have the same kind of equity. You want a Super Bowl there, but Tampa Bay is not New England in that culture. So what happens is with that exposure, you're taking more hits. And those hits are starting to add up on Tom Brady mentally. I think Tom Brady right now and his calculation of this team, knowing that the offensive line has issues, knowing that they have issues all around, he's like, I don't know. It's going to take a lot. And then he's not giving as much as he's used to giving. Right. So that's just a failing equation. You know it's going to be a daunting task. And whatever level of commitment you have now, it just doesn't look the same as it did yesteryear. And that's going to be a tough task. Man, I just if you'd have told me five years ago this is how it was all going to play out, I would have lost a lot of money. A lot of money. This is crazy yeah. to me. that we're Talking about Tom Brady in these terms. Um, playing, of course, Lamar Jackson, who we all know. We say athletes bet on themselves in a variety of different ways. But Lamar, he is betting on himself when you saw that how this contract situation has played out how he's gonna just let it ride and see what happens did you think to yourself mistake or huh, okay good yeah i thought great i didn't even think good i was like oh Damn. yeah go get yours because okay there's no losing in this situation none let's start here up to this point what has he made like i think 30 million dollars in his career he's making 23 this year okay so we're starting from 23 right now you got to say two things going to happen. He's going to ball out. Whoa, if he balls out, we already know that. $250, $300 million. Whew. Most of it, if not all of it, guaranteed. Okay, so he's good there. He's good now because he's making 23. He's good if he balls out. But what if he fails? Right. Or what if he gets hurt? Or what if they don't think of him the same? Now, there are instance after instance of guys that still made a ton of money that yeah. live through every one of those. Let's start with the one where they don't think that high of you, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, going back, like, 
five years ago was up for a deal. And they were like, ah, we don't want to give Kirk Cousins that type of money because Kirk Cousins ain't that type of quarterback. So guess what they did? Franchise, franchise, you go to Minnesota, et cetera, et cetera. Do you know over the last four years before the kickoff of this year, who made the most money in the NFL? It's crazy. It's Kirk Cousins. Okay, okay. It's okay. Crazy. okay. So they don't think of you to say, oh, no, no, you got hurt. Dak Prescott, who is not a former unanimous MVP like Lamar Jackson, got $160 million mm. after injury. So I'm waiting for the person to tell me what bucket will Lamar Jackson land in that's bad for him. Roll those dice, big dog. Stay at the tables. Bet on yourself. I I, it's like I, I it's weird. I don't know him. I've never met him. But there's this inner side of me that I'm just like, I just really hope it works out for this young man. I don't want anything bad to happen. Yes. Like, yes. He's authentic. He's himself. He's not caving to the pressures. He's just like, my mama's taking care of me. Look, Oof. and people take that the wrong way. Like you had like his mama on page 73, <laughs> paragraph three, like, I don't know about this. I'm sure she has resources and support a lawyer for hire per hour. That's going to be smart. But the man's investing in himself and his family. Y'all stay off his mom. And well, we're, we're thinking about his mom like we're thinking about our own moms. And I know yeah. that I don't want my mom doing my contract. So yeah, no, I, I get know. it. And I love my mom. I love her with everything that I am. Um, all these international games. So we have Jags and Broncos in London. And look, I, I don't know what I think about the international games. I, I, I Any excuse to go to London for me is a good one. But are we really <laughs> sending the best possible product to, for them to to buy into the sport we're trying to sell. It doesn't, I mean, Jags and Broncos? Yeah, no, that. we're not. We're not. And it's on purpose for two reasons. One, it's like locale. They're trying to stay east as much as possible. Mm -hmm. As much as possible. But they also are in an open, active negotiation with the world. Like, the world. it's funny because we've traveled, right? So me, when I used to travel, especially when I was active, American football player, oh! But they didn't know who I was. I was just a big old black dude who had a couple <laughs> muscles still. So they were like, oh, football player, yeah. But I've been places where cricket was the biggest. Obviously, mm. soccer's the biggest. And they are rock stars. So the NFL knows what's happening in the NBA in terms of exporting the NBA brand across the world and now importing all that talent. The NFL wants a piece of that action. So now we're going to export our game, but we're not going to give you the best of our best because we don't want to compromise our game while right. we're still in negotiation. But then you see how they get love when they land. They're acting like they're seeing Kansas City. They're acting like they're seeing, you know, the, the Patriots, the best team. So until this all gets solidified and handled, we're going to keep giving up our fist sticks. Then one day we'll hook him up with our good fish, but not. I yet. mean, I was shocked. First of all, I was shocked at the the number of Giants fans when they were the Packers. Like they had the chance ready. I mean, they were legit into it. And I, I was I was a little blown away. If, as a player, would you want to add just to say London? We won't talk Germany. We won't talk Mexico yet. Although Mexico would be the easiest, obviously. But mm -hmm. would you want a London stop, like a team in London? I would. I would because yeah. when I was an active player. Not only was I in the streets, not only was I loving life, but at that same time, those you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s. Like, I want to explore. I want to, like, test my boundaries, not just on the field, but off the field. Like, yeah, I want to be a global brand. Yeah, I want to leave our borders. Yeah, I want to be someone who could plant a flag somewhere else. I would have liked that. 
Now, with that said, it depends on your dynamic. You, are you married? Do you have kids? Are you one of the family men, old school, old lineman coming in with overalls on? He doesn't want to play anywhere but Green Bay, right? I get it. But then, you know, me, if I'm out there, if I'm balling on and off the field, yeah, I want to live somewhere else just to kind Hell of yeah. box. Hell yeah. If you came to me right now and said you got to move to London tomorrow, I'm like, sweet. Let me know where I need to be at the airport. Sounds good to me. And what's the Wi-Fi? <laughs> right? What's the Wi-Fi? I'll be there bright and early. Um, okay, so we have a serious story. We, wanna, we have to get uh -oh. to this. What's here? The NFL has just announced that the Jonas Brothers will be performing at halftime of the Thanksgiving game. What do we think about this? Does, not, does that feel right? Well, what, at least you didn't say Super Bowl because I was about to cry. Oh, oh no. No, Rihanna's oh. not going to have eight part of Jonas Brothers. No. I don't know who okay. she's bringing, but she's not bringing them. Mm -mm. Okay, good, good. Um, look, we had the Jonas Brothers on Sports Nation before. I swear we had. Like, we played guys. softball against them. Thank Remember? You. I was obsessed with Nick like a 40-year-old should be. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. So I'm, I'm anchored to that moment. I'm anchored to those emotions. <laughs> Like, look, the NBA, the NFL is global. It's so big. It's it's such a ginormous entity that they got to serve everyone. Like, we just had Snoop, Dre, Eminem, oh, 50 Cent hanging upside down, <laughs> falling out. Boy, he shouldn't have ate that pregame meal. Like, I saw him <laughs> hanging upside down, and his belly was on his neck. I was like, what the hell is this? this is Why this would you eat? Oh. I wouldn't eat for the entire week leading up to that moment. What are you doing? It's not a good look. I, I, yo, I, I, look, I know, don't let the fat fool you. Like, I know how to do this, but I would not have a card for the whole month of February if I'm no. going to the Super Bowl. Like, no. that was crazy. No, so I don't, I don't mind your Jonas. Like, let him go. Let him shine. I ain't that guy. I ain't the old man like that. They must have, like, something coming out. Coming out. Okay, we got, we're ending with NBA in the segment. Uh, Clippers. Clippers! I want you to know something. This is how much I know I've, I've grown as a human. <laughs> I, have, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Clippers I, or something? Clippers. I'm, I, I have Kawhi Leonard as my MVP. That's how much I've grown since the one time when I hated him. Then uh, I tolerated that one him. Time. You mean that, that, one, <laughs> so that calendar year or, or, or so? You mean one time? Where every day I was angry, so angry at Kawhi Leonard. Why would you dump us like that? Um, but I... I find myself, it's, it's obviously there are many reasons why. You know how my feelings of the Lakers. I love the idea of the in-house stepbrothers just coming in and squashing everybody. I also <laughs> found myself really missing watching Kawhi Leonard play. Mm, Did yes. not think I would feel that. Are you, how are you? I mean, I know you are always the optimistic Clippers fan. You, mm -hmm. it, it's, I know it's as real as real can be. Oh. How do you feel? What are your chances? Do you feel positive? I feel like... <laughs> like, I grew up in this little itty-bitty apartment. Like, literally, the studio I'm in now in my house is, like, the same size as my entire apartment, it feels like. And that's not the brag. That's just to be like, damn, dog, we were broke. <laughs> but here's the thing. And, and in that little studio, I remember every Christmas Eve hearing my parents wrap my Christmas gifts. And because it was so small... I oh, can no. hear and I will peek and be like, look, look, there's three rooms in here and they're all together. So like, <laughs> with no door, half of them. So it's like, I can see, I know what I'm getting tomorrow, but I got to wait. And I'm so pumped that I can't wait. That's how it feels watching my Clippers this year. Like, I oh. know what's going to happen. We're going to win it all. But I got to wait for y'all to see it. I got to wait for the day to come. I got to wait for the finals to actually arrive for us to go out there and get crowned champions. But 
We oh. just got too much for everybody. It's going to be a problem this year. We got it. What's your biggest obstacle to the to the championship? Who? Which team? And I don't care which oh. conference. Which team? Uh, I, I'm trying to go away from Golden State, and then I'm just taking too long to go away from Golden State. It's probably Golden State. Like, be probably real. <laughs> because they have that X factor, and it's not just their championship experience. It's not the fact that they've been there, done that. It's not the fact that they have emerging young talent, Jordan Poole, and superstars on the make. It's because when they get hot, that temperature is not – sustainable sustainable <laughs> by any other team. Nobody no. else can touch what that is, whatever that is when it happens. And you can't game plan for that. You can't say, okay, guys, when we get off the bus, turn around and start defending because they're going to shoot from there. Like that's <laughs> what happens with Golden State. So uh, outside of something remarkable, like them catching fire, doing what they do, I think if we play reliable basketball against any other team that sticks to their formula, We'll beat all those other teams except Golden State in the zone. I'll take that. Western Conference Finals, Clippers, Warriors. I'm in on that. I, I'm, I'm good Hell with that. Yeah. I'm 100% good. We'll take a quick break. We come back. We've got to find out what Marcellus is up to and wrap things up. Gia. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. We are back. This is the uh, What Did I Miss podcast. We are joined today by my friend Marcellus Wiley. And sir, what are you up to? What is going on in your life? Where do we find you? Oh, you can find me on iHeart, uh, Dan Patrick Network, More To It podcast. Um, Beetle, um, you know, I'm just the, the lone survivor, <laughs> the victim of departures. I've had so many co-hosts over the years just leaving high and dry to greener pastors. Sometimes browner pastors, but they yeah. came back one, <laughs> one way or the other. But in all seriousness, I used to be jealous of all of you guys. You, Carissa, Max, Whitlock, because you guys all chase what you guys want. God, that's right. I forgot about Whitlock. Yeah. Holy cow. Nick Khan. How I, about I miss Nick Khan. <laughs> People don't know the entire story, Ooh. but it's been brewing and building in me for a while because Frankly, I've been talking life in the guise of sports. Like, mm. I'm a sociology major. I was going to be a school teacher, a school dean, or a counselor. But I just kept getting bigger, faster, stronger, and they were like, all right, playing the NFL. I was like, sure, I'll holler. <laughs> um, and I did it. But in, in all seriousness for me, there's always been this muscle and this appetite to talk more than just players, talk people, talk more than just sports, talk life. Or if I'm talking sports, we're going to talk about all the deep motions and storylines. And what started to happen and what's happening in our business is simply 
I feel a divide between us who are on a desk with a mm. suit on, all prepped up, talking sports one way. That's not the most authentic, I will say. And then people at home with tank tops on, hats on, and t-shirts on, breaking it down. And I was like, wait a minute. I am not the fluffy type. I do not eat cotton candy. And I'm up here selling it right now. So let me get to where the getting is good and where it's realest. So that journey began years ago, but it finally culminated this year. Yes. Okay. So I like this so much. I know I like, I, I had, I'm with you on that. I sort of had missed talking sports with like sports fans. Like, I mean, I found myself even just this past weekend, just randomly in a car with a bunch of people that I work with, just talking about sports and just like a really authentic, like you're yelling at each other, basically. You're like, how dare you compare it to Michael Jordan? It's like, it's like a whole, it's a whole thing, but j because everyone actually felt it, not because we got a, a rundown in the morning and it told us what you had to feel. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Three. yeah. So I get, I love this. Okay. So that, has that started? Like, where do we just go get yeah. it? Yeah. Hey, look, I've, I've had shows, uh, the Fox situation, it looks like it's behind me. I've had shows offered and opportunities with them. Long story short, I am moving on to some other entities, uh, big brands, big platforms that want to talk it the real way because as a sports fan and as a former player, I, I hate it when it was more interesting doing a show during commercial break than it was on air. <laughs> like true. I'm literally talking to dudes who would say juicier, realer things when we weren't on air than on air. And I was like, wait a minute, dog. And this has been happening for a long time in different forms, different fashions. And with the emergence of, of sports, I guess new media, internet media, yeah. whatever you want to call it, that's just so enticing because it's natural, it's real. And that's where the people are. So instead of telling everyone, come watch me from 12 to 1, I want to come talk sports with you no matter where you are and what you're up to. Whenever. Marcellus, I love you. I am so happy that today specifically is the day that we had you on um, because I actually, the beginning of one is the, well, the break of another. Um, we are taking a, a few breaks here on this podcast. It's our last episode with The Athletic, but we will be back because there's no way. Huh? There's no way. Yeah, we're taking, we're, it's our last with them, but we, um, it's Gabe and it's Paige and I'm not gonna not talk about shit with Gabe and Paige and we <laughs> right. still have our number 631-397-0403 so you can yeah I'm sure we'll get all kinds of lovely messages on there but please keep sending them Marcellus thank you for doing this with me I am so happy for you you seem genuinely happy the yeah. family is god what a hideous family you've put together <laughs> my goodness <laughs> but seriously so mwah, I feel like mm. you're I feel like you're in the next room thank you Oh, thank you so much. Long distance hug, mama. I see you soon. Long distance. Yes, man. <laughs> so good. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.